0: getting salty, baby. Yeah, here's the getting salty.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, everybody. We're back. We're back. And if you can hear, the sweet, Let's get both of the mics over here. The sweet sizzle of pancetta. In the pen. Pan of pancetta. Oh, oh! testing the quality of our Amazon microphones. So,
0: Delan, since yeah. we've already kind of led in with the food, why don't you tell us what we're cooking this week?
1: We're gonna make a classique, a delicious, timeless, always good Thursday night meal carbonara. We love carbonara. We love carbonara. And uh, because we are who we are, this is the Alan. Ro- Alan. <laughs> this, is, this is Alan's recipe. Famously, Alan Roman's recipe. <laughs> we love Alan Roman. <laughs> The lesser known of the Romans, <laughs> Alan. No, Allison Romans carbonara recipe, which is like more guidelines than anything.
0: You have to kind of feel your way through this carbonara. And the nice thing is, I mean, about carbonara in general is mm-hmm. that it incorporates very few ingredients, like very simple. We've got the pancetta, we've got our spaghetti, we've got eggs, mm-hmm. parm, garlic. That's all we need. Yep. That's literally and all we noodles, need. But I said spaghetti.
1: Did you? <laughs> I You look like a Wallace and Gromit. Oh. Okay. I was too entranced moving that one piece of pinch at our room. That was my bad That's bet. okay, that's
0: okay. So we've just, uh, started low and slow on the panch.
1: Yeah, we put it in a cold pan as we learned from Molly Boz last week. Yeah, and is uh, sizzle. And we're back for part two. Oh, yes. Partie de. Uh, de. Adrien Grenier. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're back for part two of the Harry Potter saga. A Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh to I mean yeah we did mostly focus on the books. We we definitely mostly me I strayed a little bit. I mean we meandered
0: a little bit, but you know what? We kind of touched on something that I would like to segue into right away just because this is topical. Ooh,
1: a good segue.
0: So last week we were talking about how the fourth book is our absolute favorite. Yeah. Oh,
1: the Goblet of Fire. Ooh,
0: yes, uh Resident Evil Pef.
1: You (laughs) insolent fool. You coward. So, Cedric Diggory, we
0: started talking about, and we almost got onto the topic of Robert Pattinson. Which was dangerous. Which was dangerous, but um, I just wanted to bring to the table right off the bat that Robert Pattinson was interviewed by GQ Magazine this week, and he made a specific reference about how he tied in Cedric to his performance in Twilight.
1: Do you wanna know what he did? <laughs> yes, because I only saw the clip from that where he was saying that he thought it was so dweeby to hold a gun oh, yeah, he that held he was holding like a, like a gun. fucking gun, and I was like, oh my god. Why this are, man is unhinged. Why are boys so stupid?" Weird. <laughs> <know>. Good question.
0: <laughs> anyway, so I don't know if at all listeners will recall, but in the film adaption of Goblet of Fire, there is a point in time where Harry is stalking through the commons, and Cedric jumps out of a tree oh he does cause to he's come talk cool. to him about how he feels bad about the Potter stinks badges
1: oh. well i mean yeah <laughs> and
0: uh <laughs> he similarly jumps out of a tree while he's playing edward <laughs> in the
1: twilight movie when oh i don't
0: remember oh. at some point but he so give us the time listen, stamp. i trust robert
1: This is true his word is law
0: but anyway, I just I was tickled by that little piece of information. Two characters I was coming like, together. I love that. All right, I'm just going to rinse some egg yolk off of my hand. Cute. So, something that I think that was very important to mention to the listeners mm-hmm. about the Owls and Roman egg yolk, egg yolk recipe. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Alan> <laughs> Roman, <laughs> and
1: Roman's egg yolk recipe. Me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic. I love Ellen Roman's egg. Yolks. It is a classic. Oh my um, god. The egg help part us. of the
0: carbonara recipe, she if you're making spaghetti carbonara for one, she mm. recommends using one full egg and then one egg yolk additionally yeah. because there's two of us. Mm. Um I have put in the egg yolks <gasps> in addition to the full egg. Extra so yolk. It's gonna be quite yellow, this Hell yeah. carb. We love that. So I'm going to whip them into a frenzy And this pancetta is
1: nice, slowly rendering. Yes. Got lots of good... We love that. It's a good pancetta sauce in the bottom there. It's getting nice and crispy. That's what we want. So, we talked favorite book, The Albed of Fire. Favorite movie. Favorite movie, okay. Lay it on me, my lord. Are you ready?
0: Nope. Because we're about to deviate a little bit. We didn't really talk about this one much last app.
1: Okay, hit me. So,
0: my favorite Harry Potter movie is The Chamber of Secrets.
1: What? <laughs> okay. Does this surprise you, Malina? I mean, yes and no. Okay. I love The Chamber of Secrets. I Talk it, to me. But it's almost like a nostalgia thing for me more than anything.
0: Well, you hit the nail on the head. Oh, well, That's why go. I like to go back and watch it, because even though it's not quite as stressful as some of the other movies, it's still pretty fucking stressful for a children's movie. There's death. <laughs> there's people getting put into magical comas which when you're a child you're like oh my god they might not I actually wake up. I checked the king.
1: <laughs> or whatever. No Ron you can't. Oh my god. A chessboard. Uh that's the first movie. Oh is it? Oh shit yeah. Well he
0: does almost die in the first movie too so you're right like off the wait, bat we're okay, just putting no, children in danger.
1: What am I thinking of? Oh yeah okay no you're right that's when they go uh the room yeah that right re- with, with Fluffy. Yes. And they fall down through the devil's snare. Yes. No okay that's Anyways. No, all good. All good.
0: <laughs> but uh anyway, so yes, I love the fact that in Chamber of Secrets, like in as child friendly a way as they can do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It is very high stakes, like very noir, like it's creepy. You have the the fucking diary, you've got the flashbacks <gasps> where they're like diary. a girl has died, like They're talking about Moni Myrtle. But and then you get like the giant spider, which is absolutely fucking oh, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody at the time was obsessed with Ron, going, "I don't like spiders. I don't like spiders. <laughs> Why does it have to be spiders?" <laughs> I was a big Ron Weasley fan. Listen. Were you? Oh, I had a big crush on Ron. Wow. I know. Interesting. Moved to Draco Malfoy pretty quickly. Okay. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, and I, I enjoy Chamber of Secrets because it does kind of explore, it. it Begins to introduce you to the dynamics of purebloods, bloods, all of that stuff, which Mud I think legs. is important. Delaney, I know this is a child-friendly podcast.
1: <laughs> throwing yeah, slurs out like yeah, that. child-friendly podcast nope. in the same way all those stories you read as a kid were child-friendly. Persephone and oh God, David uh, are super child-friendly. You don't uh, have to like you know Jane, no. shame. No, sorry Jane. <laughs> sorry Jane.
0: <laughs> But, uh, in any case, I always think that that's, I find that the way they do it in Chamber of Secrets is very, it is very scary. Well, it's very scary, it's nuanced, like, even as a kid, you have an idea of, like, okay, like, Voldemort was obsessed with only Slytherins being able to do things, and only people coming from, like, a distinct magical lineage. Which helps contextualize Draco and like all that stuff. So it Plus is. Plus, I feel
1: like it's the first time things a lot get genuinely dark. Yeah. I mean, not that Philosopher's Stone wasn't dark, but like,
0: Philosopher's Stone did have its like fun, childy, like childy, child, childish moments.
1: <laughs> We're struggling today. <laughs> really but struggling. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, um, I mean, the movies do get so dark. Holy. Which every time I rewatch the later movies, I'm like, holy shit! Oh, I kind of forgot. Yeah. I forgot how fucked up this stuff is. But like. Um, I feel like Chamber of Secrets, you know, that's the first time we really get any kind of, uh, real real action. Spookiness. Yes. And also
0: I was obsessed with the idea that there were like all of these crazy magical tunnels running underneath Hogwarts that you like, as a student, you would never have found. And Harry and Hermione and Ron only find in Oh no, sorry, they only find it in Moni Myrtle's bathroom because she tells them that the secret
1: Oh right, this the tap, or not exit the tap, is there. but the exit. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about Moni Myrtle? Some people really like her. Yeah. Some people don't.
0: Um, well first of all, I always find it really funny that she's played by a literal thirty five year old woman. That you
1: know? creeps me out a little bit. Uh, the whole time. I also, mean should I should think that I turn they're this doing water
0: in? um in just actually no, yeah, turn the pot on there. I'm so used to doing this recipe like by myself that I'm like, oh, i like, used to running around.
1: You're on prep. I'm on. I am on prep. Whatever this station is called, cooking station. Cooking station. I'm <laughs> on the cooking station. Um,
0: yeah. So I used to always think that that was really weird,
1: but mm. otherwise, I liked
0: Moaning Myrtle because, you know, she had glasses and brown hair, just like you, just like me. There was a, uh, sadly no representation for bespectacled brunettes in the Harry Potter movie. Oh my
1: God, so true. <laughs> Definitely none. Couldn't <laughs> none take. bespectacled brunettes.
0: Okay, he has black hair. First of all.
1: Oh right, I always forget. Describe. What is it always described as? Like, like shock ink? of black hair. Yeah, fucking. But his mother's eyes. But his mother's eyes. Do you have your mother's eyes. Do you have your mother's eyes. I know. He always whispered it too. Do you have your mother's eyes. Stop your eyes. <laughs> Ray. Ray. <laughs>
0: Someone really has to stop us. <laughs> um. But, I did find Moaning Myrtle, like, I thought it was really funny how, okay, we're going back to the books now for a second, but in the books, like, it was so obvious that Hermione thought Moaning Myrtle was really fucking annoying. (laughs) I mean, she's not wrong. And I think she does kind of, like, you do see, she doesn't even, I think, like, talk to Moaning Myrtle very much. Like, she just kind of ignores her and, like, rolls her eyes a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, let me ask you something. (laughs) What do you think Polyjuice Potion tastes like?
1: This is a great question. It's Something I've thought about a lot, but not as much as I've thought about the cupcake, full oh. polyjuice potion that Crab and Goyle eat. That looks so good. Those uh, cupcakes
0: look real they good. Look so good. But my, I, I tip. I had to craft services. I <laughs> they really, really do.
1: It looks incredible. Yeah. Um, I think polyjuice potion probably tastes like uh, a worse version of Buckleys. Ooh. You know. Uh, see, observer. I never
0: considered that it would be medicinal.
1: Do you think? What do you think it tastes like?
0: Well, burp or something. Maybe not specifically barf, because, like, it... It's <laughs> not, not specifically... specifically barf. Um, no, but I always thought, I like... That's a
1: quote list real yeah, quick. Yeah, real
0: quick. I did always kind of assume that it tastes... Well, when it you see it in the vial, like, it looks gray and thick. Ugh. So I always assumed that it tasted kind of like dirty dishwater. Like, just Ew. not gray. I know. Or like maybe like burnt hair because they do put the ha- you have to put the hair in the potion, right?
1: I mean do you think burnt hair tastes like it smells? Probably. Disgusting. That's my guess. That's my guess. I uh dirty dishwater is probably the most unappealing concept I've ever I heard, heard. <laughs> as far as a flavor goes. Yeah.
0: So that's why that's where I rest just the case. knowledge
1: that there's probably ketchup in there somewhere okay
0: let me ask you an, a follow up question are you ready mm-hmm. so let's say you are a <sighs> the brightest witch of your age Thank you. and you make polyjuice potion and it's like regular times at Hogwarts so things aren't quite as life and death as they are for our, our
1: trio okay for sure who, get myself into that headspace
0: who would you use the polyjuice potion to turn into for like very low stakes purposes and why
1: low stakes shenanigans
0: yeah like, uh, pretend pretend you're, like, Fred and George, and, like, there's no shit going on yet at the school, and you figured out a way to make Polyjuice Potion, what would you be doing that's not illegal?
1: I'd probably just want to... I'd want to Polyjuice... I mean, if we're going, like, really low stakes, I'd probably, like, want to Polyjuice like an employee of Zonko's or something if I was friend George, the joke oh, shop, so that you yeah, could go yeah, in yeah. and be like, Ha ha, I work here. Ha ha. Ha ha. I Ooh. do that. But like if if it was something that I personally would want to do, I'd wanna I'd wanna turn into someone who had like all access past Hogwarts so that I could explore everything and no one would worry about it.
0: Do you think it's morally wrong to use Dumbledore for the Polyjuice Potion. Like, as a student, do you think that that, like, crosses a line?
1: Uh, no, because, truthfully, I don't <laughs> um, really have no. all that much respect for Dumbledore. Ooh. Well, I mean, more so, like, the headmaster of oh, it all. Oh, like, like, especially Dumbledore? No! <laughs> uh, no, I hate him! He <laughs> you know, really just, he's problematic sometimes. But, yeah. um, I mean, it depends on what you do, right? I feel like it depends on what you do. If you're, like, true. if you're true, trying true. to like, get sensitive information, mm-hmm. sure. But if you just wanna like snoop rooms, which is what all I want to do is find secret passageways. Yes. I mean, I don't think it's like it's morally grey. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: morally gray area. It's
1: a gray area for me. Well who would you pick?
0: So Okay, this is probably the most <laughs> the most Sagittarius answer I will ever give you in your life. I honestly think that I would probably, I don't even think it would really matter which staff member I would choose, but I probably would pick any of the professors because then you could go down to the fucking hog's head
1: and get lit. Oh my god. I just want to go crack a cold one with the boys, you know? I
0: want to go down and see Madame Rosmerta and her heaving mm. bosom. This is true.
1: <laughs> why didn't we all think of that right away? Because I'm the Madame smartest Ross-Murte? person in the room. That's, That's so why. true. Um, okay, but here, follow-up question, like, new follow-up question.
0: I am, like, this serious Black of this situation, like.
1: <laughs> have you, have you been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? I have. Okay, I haven't. I've never even been to Disneyland.
0: But It's not Universal, actually.
1: Okay, well, I haven't been to any of those things. Okay. I've never been to a Big Big Park. I've never um, been anywhere never, in my all life, All I want to do is go, so bad. Anyways, um, all I want is to try Butterbeer. Is it as good (gasps) as everybody says it is?
0: So when I went to, and this is like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter that's at Universal Studios in Florida, it was 2014, I want to say. So it might not be this way anymore, but you could either get, you could only get butterbeer cold. And you could either get it like straight, quote unquote, or you could get it like blended with ice, like a slushy almost. That
1: sounds so good though. And the best
0: way I can describe it is like a butterscotch flavored like cream soda.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound very good.
0: Oh, I quite liked it.
1: <laughs> and listen, I got—I'm not a huge butterscotch person.
0: Well, that's the thing. You have to be okay with like a caramel, like creamy sort of I do like a vibe. caramel. Okay.
1: Um,
0: but that—that that is, custom. and it was carbonated, like it was like Pretty bright good. copper okay. colored. and I mean,
1: listen. Yeah. I'll so try. you I'll could be either happy get, get like it. a
0: like cream soda is the closest thing I would say it like tastes like. Yeah, okay, well, I do like cream soda, so. Yeah. Um but you know it was America, so it was pretty pff, sugary. We well, yeah,
1: can fucking yeah. send you into a coma right off the bat there. give would be the
0: beatest right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Was I just want to try butterbeer. Well... And I get why you'd want to go down to Hogsmeade and crack a butterbeer with the lads, you know? With the lads, man. The lads! Get me You know I love a good pub. This is true. Um, so... So, okay. Yeah. So we know what we would do with Polyjuice. Chamber of Secrets is your favorite movie. Chamber of Secrets is my favorite. What is um, your favorite, Milord? Um, I, honestly still the third. I I have favorites for different reasons. Overall. Mm-hmm. Overall. Goblet oh. still might be my favorite. Well,
0: actually, that does help me uh, segue into my next question for you. Just going back to Goblet of Fire, just because yeah. be, you know, wax poetic about the book for. <laughs> much of the episode last week of the episode did the movie version of goblet of fire live up to your
1: expectations i think so at least Mm -hmm. at the time it did i haven't reread the books in so long Mm -hmm. but i'm sure now i could find a million more flaws with it but at the time i was like this is great yeah this is cool we get to see all the triwizard Cup stuff the one thing that i was like okay michael gambon needed to tone oh michael tone down his like did you put your name in the goblet of fire Right, did you put her name in a goblet of fire? Yeah, right, where I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not what happened, but okay. I don't think that's. I don't what think, happened. think that's what happened, okay. but you know, it's all right. Um, at the angst. Oh, sorry. Just... <laughs> Again, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> may I have the floor? <laughs> I think the anxiety of Goblet of Fire was half the appeal. Well, you like you knowing what's know gonna happen. Yeah, and I'm like, man, I'd be scared shitless. Oh, if you were Harry. If I was Harry. Oh my yeah. God! Are you kidding me? I'd be like. I'd cry. Oh, I'd cry 100%. if Dumbledore.
0: If I was like, I didn't put my name in there. I'm afraid. I don't want to do this. And if all of the adults in the room were like, like, Yes, you fucking did. You have to. You have to do it. It no. doesn't matter how your name got in there. Like the the cup has chosen. Like it's like, a it's so fucking
1: card. Like you have got to be able to fix this. And no one was interested in fixing the problem. Nope. Um, they were
0: just like, Yes, let's put him. We'll just put to the just of a life
1: threatening situations. Although, and my favorite part of the Goblet of Fire movie is the mini dragons.
0: Oh yes, the mini dragons are super fun.
1: That is, a, that's an essential part also, of my viewing experience. an essential when, part when of my the viewing experience. When the guy comes goes, oh. Hungarian <gasps> um,
0: My favorite part of the viewing experience of Goblet of Fire. <laughs>
1: Goblet of Fire like, blah, blah, blah.
0: is uh, the wardrobe for Rita Skeeter. Oh Whoever God. was Rita in charge Skeeter. of her costuming, I tip my hat to you because there's a lot of like cool green, like snakeskin sort of like very predatory, with, like really cool, like shoulders and stuff. Oh, yeah. And she's got like the bottled blonde ringlets and the funky glasses. Like she gets off the like
1: huge quill. Oh, the quick quicked quill. Yes. she his eyes swimming with the ghosts of his, his past,
0: <laughs> and choking back tears. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. God, I know. And okay, what do you think gillyweed tastes like? It's apparently not seaweed good. salad. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. Have
0: you ever had seaweed salad?
1: I mean, I don't love it, but yeah. and that's why choke it, it back.
0: Like. Or like a like a pickled um, fern. A
1: like, pickled fern.
0: You know, famously this, or a favorite treat. What's, what's a like the fiddlehead? A fiddlehead. Fiddle sorry, that's what. Fern. Like a fern.
1: It's you know. Delicious. I love a pickled fern. <laughs> Who among us has never had a pickled fern here and there? Um, yeah, I could see like a fiddlehead sort of. Yeah. I just think it would taste so briny and um.
0: Yeah, it would, would be also, pretty like, dang salty. I freaks think. Me out. Oh, there. I have a lot of. If I had you know, oh, the sure. ability to talk to the creative mind behind Harry Potter without
1: punching her in the mouth. Yeah, um, so true. I would have
0: a lot of questions about the lake.
1: Yeah. Where's the prequel for the lake? Yeah, for also, real. like, I mean, not. we need to do an episode on phobias. Phobias? There's yeah, anything sure. That because I have an unmitigated phobia of dark water or like deep water
0: i mean it's a very valid thing i can't also, do it i can't do it i'm gonna pause you for two yeah, seconds we're about to enter into some time sensitive activity <gasps> here with the carbonara okay so okay first things first i'm ready we are going to um take a little pasta water Giver. pop it in the pan here oh. okay we do need this to be sizzling a bit more giver give and then um I'm gonna turn the heat off of the pasta because we want it's, it to be pretty al dente. Yeah, it is. It's
1: malleable, but still could but be a still little crunchy. a little crunchy. You wouldn't really want to take a mouthful.
0: Um, when a little bit more steam starts coming off the pan, you just scoop all those nudes and pop them in there. You got it. I'm gonna reserve a bit more pasta water because to make the sound In the sauce, we are going to. Lightly drizzle in the pasta water so that it'll start tempering the egg yolk mixture here. We don't the end parm. up with scrambled
1: eggs. Do not want scrambled no. eggs. Oh, okay. Here's another. Oh. while we're what?
0: I was about to. Say, do you have any other thoughts for your
1: dark water phobia? Well, just that the, every time I would read about the the lake. Yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. and then there was the fucking challenge with the lake, and I was like, absolutely. The no. challenge
0: with the lake is really cool. The way they did it in the movie, oh, I quite sure. enjoyed it. I thought the mermaids were fucking terrifying. And I also kind of enjoyed that they, like, changed the trope of, like, the beautiful mermaids, where they were, like, yes, like, they sing beautifully, but kind of they're absolutely, like, they look like the Cornish Pixies. Like, they look scary.
1: R.I.P. Peter Gilderoy Lockhart, you know.
0: Also, my favorite part of the Chamber of is Gilderoy Lockhart.
1: Kenneth Branagh can. You Kenneth Branagh is just no batting wrong. at a thousand. Oh, no, he didn't need to. He put his whole bussy into that performance, <laughs> and he did not need to, but he did. He didn't
0: need to do that for us, but he did. And you know what?
1: Respect All the power him.
0: to him. <laughs>
1: it's like Colin Firth in many of the Mamma Mia movies. Oh my he God! He didn't need to, but he did. He, he did didn't it.
0: need to bring that much homosexual energy, but, but he, he did. did.
1: And we respect him for that. Put his whole bussy in that performance alright my lord you're transferring the, the nudes putting the nudes in transferring the nudes okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually just bring the whole pot over here do it I don't know what song this was, okay. I was saying, but it's my noodle transfer song cause, cause, cause where our voices sound we cannot <laughs> sing up off the ground that's what the noodles are saying right now now I will tell you this is a this is a confession that I'm willing to make on this podcast yeah you should stop me
0: um <laughs> I saw a goblet of fire in theater, not hmm. to brag. Oh my god. Of course. I cried when Cedric Diggory died. I did
1: too. Not when cause... he
0: died, When not in the initial moments that he died, it's but when, when they come over back. his body? What?
1: When Harry's crying over his
0: body? When his dad <gasps> starts running down and he's is like, that's my boy! That's my boy! That's,
1: that's my son! And then it, oh, like, just... Oh, it kills me. Fucking terror. Because like, I gotta oh. say... I remember being distinctly impressed by Daniel Radcliffe's crying crying ability because he hadn't really, he'd kind of done the like weird, <laughs> like sort of like stressed out face. Yeah. But he hadn't done like a good, I love a good scream cry, like a yeah. gross, perfect example, Ewan McGregor at the end of Moulin Rouge. Oh. <laughs> where he does the grossest tears. Yeah. That's what I love. Yeah. I'm like, give me that. Give me the wrong Give motion. me
0: ugly crying. Give me ugly crying. Give me Timmy Chalamet at the end of Call Me By Your Name, spit and all.
1: Oh, yeah. He was really leaking from a lot of spots yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But you sure know was. what? Yeah. That song, that Sufjan Stevens song, that nice. still slaps, though. <laughs> Is it on video? Is it on video? Now, um... That's should have been playing while Harry wept over Cedric's corpse. Uh, Sufjan Stevens. Yes.
0: <laughs> now, this kind of leads us into a fun, different conversation topic, not one that I had prepared to come with today, but I am curious as to your thoughts. So yeah.
1: I think we may need a little bit of pasta the main water. three
0: mm-hmm. who do you think is the best actor and why?
1: Uh Emma Watson.
0: Okay. Uh, you gotta hit me with the why. <laughs>
1: um the you know what, and I I don't know if I would have said it so quickly, mm-hmm. but in Deathly Hollows Part Two, mm-hmm. when Harry's gonna go to the woods, alone. Yes. And she just has the moment where she just kind of, it's like her breath catches, and then she's like, okay, I'll come with you. And she, you can tell she's trying so hard not to cry. That was like, you're a great actress. Yeah. You're actually really gifted. Yeah. That to me, I was like, yeah.
0: So. I have definitely seen Daniel Radcliffe and uh, Emma Watson in multiple different film ventures that they've done, like, since finishing up the Harry Potter franchise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have not seen Rupert Grint in a single thing. And he's been doing stuff. Like well, Apparently to say he's, in a doing scary,
1: it. he's in a scary show called The Servant. Yeah. Like, apparently it's really good.
0: He was also, like, he's been doing, like, low-key stuff in the UK, I mm-hmm. think, for the most part. But he I don't think he ever really had, like, the desire to break like, quote-unquote, into Hollywood in
1: that way mm-hmm. as the other two, but... Yeah, I mean, he, I'd be content also just to live off my millions. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm gonna do what I want if I want to, what but want no stress, though. It. Should there be more liquid in the bottom of this, maybe? Nope. Okay. You, uh, actually... There's none liquid. Okay.
0: Turn the heat off of the pan. The pan's gonna stay pretty hot, and if you want to dump all of those nudes over here into this bowl sure full of the egg-yolky mixture that I've been sure constantly do.
1: whisking... Here they come. Mm-hmm. It's America.
0: It's America. We seek us where our
1: voices. <laughs> That's our noodle transfer. Yeah. <laughs> it's song.
0: So, right. what I've learned about this recipe <laughs> is that the best thing to do is to keep your pan hot but not on a heated burner. and. If you feel that you need to thicken up and like emulsify the egg part of this sauce more when it goes back into the pan We can like very lightly turn the heat up and just
1: see. Just give it a little shush. Well, it
0: does it You can't just do it straight from the bowl in my experience Unfortunately, like it leaves the egg yolk mixture still looking pretty eggy if that makes any sense Like it doesn't look creamy or anything. So I personally always transfer it back into a warm
1: pan. Just to temper it a bit more. Hot tip. Hot tip. Hot Tilly tip. Hot Tilly tip. Tilly tip. Um yeah, okay, so who do you who's your uh you know, who's your Oscar Nom out of those three? Now, I feel like we would be inclined to say
0: Emma Watson. She's definitely done She's the obvious choice, I think. She's the obvious choice, but I think it's because now nobody come and attack me over this. She's the best looking out of the three. Yeah. So I think that a big chunk of her fame and her accessibility to roles comes from the fact that it's very easy to cast her in a leading lady position. What? True. Like, she was Belle.
1: She was Belle. What? Not, in Belle a, not in the best way. No, well, I didn't really like the movie at all, actually. Um,
0: but... We will definitely
1: have an episode about Disney reboots. Yeah, and I can tell everybody about that time I was in the Beauty and the Beast. Me Be too. Yeah, but you, you were... <laughs> Our characters were very different. <laughs> very different. <laughs> Come back to the pan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good story. We'll we'll get there. We'll,
0: we'll tell that one day on the
1: pod. I <laughs> we'll probably need some pasta water.
0: Yes, I'm gonna scoop up the rest of the.
1: Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes, sorry, <laughs> I c- kind of said that, and then I was like, Oh. <laughs> we have terrific, terrific stuff. Um, yes. Okay, but who is your? I pick.
0: I do quite like Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. I really didn't think much of hi- or much about him, I think is a better way to say that. Like once the Harry Potter franchise ended, and I thought about Emma Watson all the time because not only was she starring in like The Bling Ring by one of my favorite directors of all time, I, Sofia Coppola. I want to rob. I, I want to rob. But she also that was right when she cut all of her hair off. Oh. And she had that pixie cut girl, and yep. she was on the cover of like every fucking fashion magazine that I was spending all of my hard-earned teenage dollars on. So true. Back in high school. So that's where I'm kind of like Yes, she definitely has earned like all of these roles because it is infinitely harder to get cast and stuff if you're coming off of a franchise that you've been associated with since you were like 8. True. But I've seen Daniel Radcliffe in some really fun movies. The two most notables that are coming to mind for me are um, *Horns*. Oh, I haven't watched it. (laughs) Oh, but I want to watch *Swiss Army Man*. Oh, three then three. *Swiss Army Man*. I've seen *Swiss Army Man*. I thought it was really cool. I would really like to watch it. I love Paul Dano. Yeah, I do too. Um, And then there's this other movie, and I always forget what it's called because there's two different names for it. It got released under two different titles. Mm-hmm. But it was filmed in Toronto. Oh. And Adam Drivers in it.
1: <laughs> Whoa, why do I feel like I remember this? It's called
0: okay, I generally blanking on the name, but the premise of it is Daniel Radcliffe, he's, like, a kind of wayward 20-something, he's in his late 20s, he's living in Toronto with his sister and his nephew, he just got out of a breakup, he's, like, a hopeless romantic, and his sister recommends that he takes a year off of dating, like, just to kind of, like, mind himself,
1: or whatever. Of course.
0: And one night at a party being hosted by his best friend, Adam Driver. Of course. Of course. He meets this girl named Chandri, I know it's a weird name, and just, like, totally falls in love with her. But she has a boyfriend.
1: But, sidebar, is Adam Driver walking like he's a swamp from Mario Party?
0: Yes. Adam okay. Driver
1: actually, this is the
0: movie that made me like Adam Driver.
1: Oh I'm God. doing a great impression. You're doing a great impression. <laughs> um, but I abandoned the noodles. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Look at me,
0: I'm, like, cautiously. Like, why are they?
1: no, they're okay, they're all right.
0: Um, yeah, I think we want them a little thicker, like, the sauce
1: a little Yeah, thicker. I turned it to Very Min Min, just okay. to give us a little a little juice, you know? It's a little juice. But
0: But in any case, um, basically, it's kind of like, not like Harry Met Sally, but it's in the same vein where it's like, can men and women be friends? And it is unfortunately one of those movies where it's like, Daniel Radcliffe just kind of... You know he's so obviously like in love with this girl, and they decide to be friends because yeah. he's like, "I really like, I think you're really interesting, and I want to get to know you." And she's like, "Well, you can be my friend." And he's like, Yeah, no, sure." And we don't. as the audience were like, "Oh
1: no, oh no!"
0: But it's a cute little rom com set in Toronto. It's very sweet, and uh, the main character actually, or the main female character, is played by Zoe Kazan, who is actually married to Paul Dano. <gasps> And she's also the granddaughter of Elia Kazan, who is, like, old-school Hollywood royalty. Like, he was a director. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so... I kind of went did... on a bit of a tangent, but the point being that, like, between <laughs> that movie, Swiss Army Man, and Horns, they're three very different movies, and I find that he's a very versatile actor. Like, he... he is bringing a lot to all of them, and it's very genuine and earnest, and he's doing a great job.
1: Do you remember when he was in Equus? <sighs> and everybody was like, he's got a penis! <laughs> that oh my was God. like the most shocking thing the revelation that in YouTube hollywood at the genitals. time that like harry potter
0: was gonna have his ding out on stage
1: you know what in the power west to him. end power to him it's yeah. a great way to separate yourself from a franchise take your dick out on stage mm. i respect it it's I a power move it's a power move
0: it really is um okay so but here's my thing and okay. daniel i love you but I say this,
1: Daniel, if you're listening, Daniel, to if this, you're
0: ever come across this, um, we I don't think we can ignore the fact that Daniel Radcliffe is a little weird looking.
1: I think he's I think he's cute. I don't know. I think he's okay, I think well, he's the only bad guy. No no, 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 no. I think <laughs> you know that there's like he makes this weird face that he kind of he just looks like an animated character sometimes. Yeah, like I feel like his face is a little wide set. Yeah. His eyes are far apart.
0: I mean, he's a little weird looking. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's a little weird looking. I think it's endearing.
0: Like, he's not so weird looking that he's never gotten a job since Harry Potter. (laughs) 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 That's my whole argument, (coughs) is that he's not... (laughs) He's not classically...
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I briefly died, but I'm back. She's... You know what? I just got too enthused by, you know... That Daniel Radcliffe is not so weird looking that he didn't get cast. Not so weird
0: looking. He's still a little funny on the eyes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You know, listen, he's a little funny on the eyes. (laughs) Okay, we'll
0: be back again. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> it just kind of got away from me.
1: Oh. oh my god. Oh my god. So yeah, he's a little funny on the eyes. Yeah. But more importantly... Yes. We have uh, completed our carbonara, even though uh, it nearly took my life. It's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> it's the most dangerous carbonara I've ever made. <laughs> I think. Mean, but... Uh, Jesus Christ! I still think everybody's a little uh, funny on the eyes.
0: I think just before we get into a bite of our carbonara here, um, just so we don't get too off-topic, there's one actor in this franchise
1: actor that we
0: have not yet discussed, and I think I think it's really important for the culture.
1: Is it Gary Oldman? No. Oh, (laughs) Um. after all this time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is that your Alan Rickman <laughs> <impression>? I can <laughs>
1: So just put it like, always! <laughs> always! Always! <laughs> Listen, it's not my strength, okay? I know. But so yeah, funny. I can't believe we haven't gotten into the Alan Rickman of it all here as we go to sit down with our food. Yes. Because um, <clears throat> that is very important. He is arguably one of the most important characters. Yes. And I do specifically mean Alan Rickman and not Snape. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, okay. So the Snape of it all.
0: Yes, the Snape in conjunction with the Alan of it all. Because I think it's important, as per our Jane Austen episode, to address the fact that, yes, when you're a child growing up with the Harry Potter movies, it's really difficult to separate Alan from Snape, especially where he's presented to you as a kid, like, Mm. as being, like, the antagonist. So scary. Because he's not technically, like, he never gets in trouble for any of it. And he's not technically the villain. He's just... He's just mean. You know every time Harry's going back to school, there he will be in his billowing black robes. And his sad little bob. Oh, and, no. like... It's, I think it's technically a
1: lob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hits the shoulders. It does,
1: yeah it's, yeah. it's, you know, below the chin.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to separate the art from the
1: artist. <laughs> I was thinking about, say, going to a hairdresser being like, I'd like a lob.
0: I'd like a lob. No, I
1: can't do it. Okay. We gotta work on our impressions yeah. a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing is I have such a soft spot for Alan Rickman. I know. He just was the sweetest.
0: He really brought his all. And he came from a really respectful place because, as we know, he did read all the books.
1: He did. Yeah. And apparently he was so good with all the kids... Um, And by the kids, I mean, you know, the actors who are now our age. (laughs) Like, oh, he's
0: so good with the kids. Well, this is a perfect, like, juxtaposition on how different actors handle working with kids. Mm -hmm. So, did you know that during the filming of The Sound of Music, Christopher Plummer was really cold and, like, kind of, like, um like, standoffish to mm-hmm. all the child actors who played the Bon Trapp children because no. he wanted them to be, like nerv- like, bring nervous energy whenever they were around him, like, during filming because, like, he was supposed to... Well, he was supposed to be playing, like, a very... S- Inac- austere well inaccessible like strict father so he wanted that little bit of fear to be like kind of real so he just like didn't interact with them on set and like if he did he was just
1: very like short with
0: them and stuff oh my
1: god these poor kids are like okay that was the 60s man it
0: was a different but time. listen he ma- managed to
1: do it <clears throat> alan rickman managed to do it while still being nice and to them
0: is that the sign of a truly good actor not
1: the person christopher Plummer's up. Bad actor. Oh no, my mom's gonna be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> Talking smack on Christopher Plummer, <laughs> but Alan Rickman had a gift of also being really nice and giving life. Listen, give me
0: the choice of Alan Rickman or Christopher Plummer. I'm gonna go with Alan Rickman. Okay,
1: gun to head. Yeah, Alan Rickman, definitely Alan Rickman. I know, I support that.
0: But oh. Alan Rickman in love actually also really hard. To
1: <laughs> so heartbreaking. I was like, so come upsetting. on, dude.
0: How dare you do that to Emma Thompson?
1: But. But. Alan Rickman in Sense and Sensibility. Ooh. Redeemed.
0: Now you're speaking my language. Mm. We love him in a romantic lead.
1: We do. He deserved more romantic leads.
0: He still again, the best-looking girl, though, so...
1: He's kind of, again, another guy who's a little funny on the eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely funny on the eyes.
1: But, I don't know. I just lie. Just, he just seemed like such a... He just seemed so nice. His face was like, mm. oh, you're so nice.
0: When he... So I definitely saw um, the first couple Harry Potter movies before I was old enough to be able to watch *Sense and Sensibility* and really like understand what I was looking at. Fair. It was very bizarre for me to see Alan Rickman first of all with dusty blonde hair, True. and also smiling. You've <laughs> made <laughs> right? sense and never seen him smile. Yeah, it was so bizarre. I remember watching. I think I was maybe like ten or eleven the first time I saw *Sense and Sensibility*, and I was like, "This
1: feels..." Wrong? Unnatural to me. <laughs> it does though, because Snape like, never smiles not once. No, he doesn't smell. And I just would like to say for the record, mm-hmm. I do not support <clears throat> the decision to sort of like master redemption arc Snape, because Ooh, it just didn't no, work no, for no. me. No. It didn't I didn't work like for it. me. I was like, I didn't no. Like it at all. He's not redeemed. What are you this dude is the most this is a prime example of a dude who got quote unquote because this is a thing that doesn't exist outside of the mind of assholes, friend-zoned. Yeah. And then didn't let it go to the point where he bullied this person's child. This
0: dead person's child. Yes, this dead
1: person who he presumably loved bullied her child until he was an adult.
0: And you know what? This is my closing thought before we try our carb. That's how you know that Dumbledore was a fucking asshole because he can't be all-knowing and shit like that. And not know what was going on with Harry and Snape. There's absolutely no right? way. There's like, absolutely no he way. they could have been
1: like, hey, dude, I get that you still love Lily. But I'll fire you if but you're doing it. Stop bullying her yeah. child.
0: For real. <laughs> he's a kid. And also he's like the messiah, so maybe cool it, yeah. okay? He's
1: our cool wizard messiah, bro. Relax. Anyway, Should we final... try our carbonara?
0: Yes, yeah, so I was that's <clears throat> my final statement. We'll get into our carb here.
1: Oops, oh, I'm, I'm dropped so excited. A piece of parmesan.
0: Sadly, listeners, um, we are not doing a beverage today I as nearly I, dri-
1: I nearly died anyway. did
0: have a, uh, yeah, I did have a <laughs> 24-hour flu bug this week and so I am not participating
1: in the alcohol. Oh. Mm. So. But that's okay because I just took a bite of our pasta. And? Who cares about drinks? <laughs> Who cares about drinks? Who cares about drinks when you have carbonara? It's good. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The garlic.
0: And parm. Listen, I may have overshot it on the garlic a no. little bit. I've,
1: <clears throat> there's I chopped no such it thing.
0: quite a lot. <laughs> there's no just thing. two
1: people. <laughs> I was I got Maddie Matheson's cookbook for Horror Christmas from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there is a Caesar salad recipe in there where he specifically says if there's not enough garlic that it's like spicy, mm-hmm, it's not enough. And I can get behind that.
0: mm <laughs> it's like all of my favorite things mm. I do regularly make this pasta so much to the point that I call it Midnight Carbonara because I only really make it when I get home from a closing shift from work
1: That's what midnight. we're calling it from now on It's Midnight Carbonara mm. So good That's also if we had a band that's what it would be called Midnight Carbonara <laughs> Absolutely Perfect Okay, any last thoughts on the movies? I'm sure we still have many but
0: Well, we uh, if we feel post record that we have any loose ends or final thoughts that we need to discuss we will do a part three it'll be a surprise though Mm. maybe we'll do a
1: part three maybe we will maybe it'll be like a a mini a mini a little addendum
0: it's tiny addendum for like all the like video games etc that have been spawned
1: there's a new one apparently coming oh god which i'm like (laughs) i don't know if i want to buy it or not because i don't want to give fucking butthole any more money but exactly i still really want to play it but uh overall I'm I'm proud to
0: say that I have been a Potterhead for most of my life. I'm a I'm a proud Hufflepuff.
1: I'm happy you've come to terms <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah, That's good. Yeah, I think overall I'd recommend.
0: Yeah, <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah, 10 would, would recommend. Recommend, to a I'd
1: recommend the movies, you know. Uh, yeah. Recommend the books. Really good stuff. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, real good. Creative,
1: thing. creative. creative uh, you know. Lots of Latin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I think with that, yeah. we would say Mischief Managed. Oh. Or would you like to wish them an Aloha, <laughs> aloha Laura, first of
0: all? <laughs> no, Mischief Managed is better.
1: <laughs> uh, or, oh, I'm trying to think of what's another like close, finished spell. Avada Kedavra! <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate closing spell. <laughs>
0: Finishing spell! Oh my god! Yeah.
1: So there we go. We wish you all a Nevada cadavera.
0: Get wrecked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <What? laughs>
0: We're gonna sign off before we wreck ourselves. Honestly. Again. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>